You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. And welcome to Quirk of the Day. It's your host and producer Autumn Simmons, and we are back. Yes, this is the final Quirk of the Day episode, episode seventy. I'm a little excited. Episode 70. Can you believe? Can you believe? Yes, I can believe. I can believe. This is cool given the fact that we are close to the New Year's Eve and New Year's. 2022 is practically gone. 2022 and leading to 2023. It always moves so fast. When I was thinking earlier this year, I was thinking January and then February. And I knew surely after February, March spring and then the summer and i've already said this to you prior for those who are listening i kind of see the new year for me more of june and i don't really see january as my new year now if most consider the new year to be january it's cool and for those who are parts of china february is the new year but many who were from so-called africa the new year usually for depending on where they were from if it's west philly (laughs) you said west philly no we said west west africa but maybe some were from west philly prior to maybe they really weren't from africa at all and they realized they weren't from that either (laughs) they're something else didn't know what they actually were and weren't even from north america either (laughs) But with that being said, joking, jokes, right? So in the midst of what I was sharing is that the new year could be for some June, right? Okay, June. (laughs) And moving forward with that, I was a little excited yesterday. I like Film Freeway. Film Freeway, the Queer Chronicles is on Film Freeway. And I do receive often enough a lot of emails from different festivals mostly if not all independent festivals from all over not just north america but other parts of europe other parts of asia and i haven't had anything from south america not africa not yet but i have received a few this year about four and I think one was from the U.S. and the other three were from other parts of the world, including Japan. And I think we also had, we had something else from Madrid, if I'm not mistaken, and another from the U.K. So I was excited about that. So I was excited to learn that uh, Quirk of the Day, Quirk of the Day, referring to 2019, where I had basically like four episodes, episode 14 up to 15, 16, and 17, were created, yes, and um, offered and done, yeah, like that year of 2019 before we had the pandemic. And so when I look back on it again, though I've said this before, but I don't mind reiterating because everybody doesn't listen to the same thing on Quirk of the Day, is that 
I'm glad that I did four more episodes that led up to episode 17 when I started in 2014. And so I knew and perceived through clairvoyance that something would be coming forth, right? And I didn't know exactly what it was. Didn't know it was going to be titled or called the pandemic, but I'm glad I got my work done with other things and with books and things of that nature and being in an anthology and you know, some other things that I wanted to achieve. And so in the midst of it, I'm happy that I was able to do what I did in 2019. And after that, I'm not likely to finish another Court Chronicles. I think I completed it. And if I wanted to do a few more, I said to myself, I'm not going to do at least four more. Like I would definitely have to stop after the 20th, like the 21st of it, like 21 of the episodes, like from 18, 19, 20, 21. And that would be the end. That would completely be the end. But I like seeing interesting things. This is amazing. I like to exaggerate. This is amazing. This is incredible. Captivating. <laughs> amazing. Again, right. And any other whatever words we can use to describe whatever we feel is awesome. Okay, I'm exaggerating again because I like to exaggerate at times. And so <laughs> I'm bringing that up because yesterday I was, I was surprised that I received an email from another festival that's actually located in Pasadena, California. And it's the Indie Filmmaker Awards. And they were going to have a festival earlier this year. And I kind of now forget when it was. I think it was supposed to be in October. And they decided to push back the the date and the time, etc. And I'm not sure if they're still having the actual festival. But Quirk of the Day, <laughs> yes, you're listening to Quirk of the Day. Thank you for listening. Yes, and if you're not, that's cool. Uh, the Quirk Chronicles 2019 did receive. No, it was selected first. It was selected for the Indie Filmmaker Awards, but it hasn't won anything just yet. And when it does, in the new year, when I return, when I return, we'll talk about whether or not I want anything or not and whether or not I'm going or not. I haven't even thought about the possibility because uh, I don't know if they're going to actually have the festival this year. And it's fine. Now, some of the festivals are done online and that's cool because a lot of that occurred with the pandemic as well and other things that are occurring. And so it's very possible that it could be online, but as I saw in the past, it was going to be offered and the festival was going to be at a, a cool bar. Like it was going to be cool the way they had everything set up. And so if it happens, it happens. And then I have to think about what I would wear and how dressy do we need to be? Because I've seen some of the festivals are not all about Hollywood. And some people wear regular clothes, depending on what type of festival it is and how everyone usually wants to come and appear how they want to appear what makes them feel comfortable we see people wear regular things regular attire some wear dressy attire and very fashionable we've seen a little bit of everything with these festivals and it's cool because i don't really get into specifically on what anyone should have to wear other than if this is kind of like their policy or 
the code, you know, you have these codes, you know, when people go places, you know, you got to have the code, you got to know the code or don't get in. So I don't know if this is like all that where it's done in that way. Now, I have attended a festival where it was necessary that I needed to look like the part, you know, (laughs) and it was fun. And that was in 2017, May 2017. I enjoyed it. I loved the interviewing and well, I was being interviewed at least three times and it was awesome. It was cool. But people, man, they something else. These are people that weren't even in Hollywood and these egos, mm, (laughs) they stank. And you see in Hollywood, they always been stank. Okay. And so you see that they present with the face, the facade. Yeah. Like the word facade for the day. Yeah. Ah, and then I'll come back. I want to give you another word for the day too. Yeah. So facade is the word for the day. Facade. Yes. Don't you get tired of the facade? (laughs) Don't you get tired? I just can't offer that all the time and put on a face all the time. I'm more genuine. And some people or most are not genuine and so many would think that they are but they're not (laughs) and so other wonderful parts of this episode and what i titled episode 70 is beautiful r&b songs that need to be questioned i'm so embarrassed weak shit you're like what does this mean specifically well we know we love r&b music i grew up with R&B and just rock music but starting with R&B and some jazz as well and it's beautiful beautiful music and we tell many stories through music and songs and that hasn't changed with the music that we've heard from I don't know we could go before the 50s and remove (laughs) Right, removed from that era, right? But we've never really removed from the era because it's still there in some fashion. And so after that, after the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, this is where we're leading to with beautiful R&B songs that need to be questioned. I'm so embarrassed again because we're starting off from the 70s. This is Shirley Brown, Woman to Woman. I found this curious that the songwriters are actually male they're they were men eddie marion henderson jr thigpen <laughs> yeah i took some time with thigpen because i actually knew someone who had a last name thigpen and it's kind of cute to have that and people would say hey thiglet and they don't call me thiglet the thig thigpen is the last name you don't call me thiglet and say and then there's james banks i knew an idiot with the last name banks was a he was nasty already in elementary he was a freak <laughs> yeah isn't that terrible you remember people from like a name but okay whatever let's just move on to this i couldn't believe that this was written by three guys that wrote shirley brown woman to woman and what we could talk about this is women and how women are about these men okay and so women will fight some women don't fight i have never been the type of female to fight for a guy but you know women can be um 
territorial. Let's use that as an example. Women can be, and guys can be very territorial. And it's about ego, really. <laughs> yeah, everybody can't be a king or a queen, no. But people should have the right to feel good about themselves, yes. But in the midst of these wonderful songs, we're starting off again with Shirley Brown, Woman to Woman. And then we're going to lead to Jennifer Holliday, and I'm telling you, I'm not going. Yeah, 1982, 1983. And that's another story uh, from Dream Girls, which actually was also a Broadway play music. Yeah, this was great also since The Wiz. And it's interesting. This song did very well. We're going to get into that one too, because the songwriters for this song... And I'm telling you, again, this is written by the dudes. Okay, this is Henry D. Is it Crudger? And the last writer is Tom Ian. Okay, and so they wrote beautiful songs and having the the greatest singers. We've had many great singers. So many people have their idea on what they think are great. We don't always agree. You know, everybody don't like Patty. A lot of people like Aretha, right? Some people like Gladys, right? Some people prefer Barbara Streisand. They prefer her sound, okay? And so there are many artists, who are, even if they're not songwriters, but there are many artists who are great. I love Whitney Houston as well. And there are other artists that I've been like a big, big fan of their artistry. And we know that women especially when they're great artists they bitches we know that no they bitches we know okay and even if they need to present themselves whatever we know the stories about diana ross we know she a bitch <laughs> we know shaka a bitch okay we know we know aretha was a bitch we know okay so we know these things but we respect the artistry you know we don't have to know them we don't have to meet them we don't have to go to the cookout and see them and and see them at the mall and all of that. We don't we don't need all. We just want to hear the music. That's all. And if we go to the tour, we might go to the tour in our mind, right? But through the music, because no one's here forever, right? So having said that, we're going to listen to these songs. And then I'm going to talk shit about these songs, about why I'm so glad I didn't have a daughter. A lot of people don't think gay people don't fight. Yes, they do. They fight. They argue. They cheat. They do everything that heterosexuals do too. And you see that their relationships most don't work out. And a few might do well. But the majority of people, regardless of sexual orientation, the relationships don't work. And it really has nothing to do just with the sexual orientation. What do you think that's about? I don't know. Maybe you could let me know on why most it just doesn't work so we'll take a pause then we come back we'll conclude with the next two songs for this episode beautiful r&b songs that need to be questioned i'm so embarrassed <laughs> weak shit This is Shirley. You might not know who I am, but the reason I'm calling you is because I was going through my old man's pockets this morning, and I just happened to find your name and number. So woman to woman, I don't think it's being any more than fair than to call you and let you know where I'm coming from. 
Now, Barbara, I don't know how you're going to take this, but whether you be cool or come out of a bag on me, you see, it really doesn't make any difference. But it's only fair that I let you know that the man you're in love with, he's mine. From the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, the bed he sleeps in and every piece of food he eats. You see, I make it possible. The clothes on his back, <laughs> I buy them. The car he drives, I pay the note every month. So I'm telling you these things to let you know how much I love that man. And woman to woman, I think you'll understand just how much I'll do to keep him. Woman to woman, if you've ever been in love, then you know. If you were in my shoes, wouldn't you have done the same thing too? Oh, woman to woman, can't you see where I'm coming from? Woman to woman, ain't that the same thing you would have done? Should I just step aside and let her take what's rightfully mine? Woman to woman, was I right or was I wrong?
should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. So bad, baby How could I be taken? Who was I taken? Must have been mistaken about you, baby I was mistaken Was I mistaken? Keep love Cause I'm in a hurry Had enough of heartache and worry Or in something See you racing away like thunder. I can see you racing. Who are you racing? You know I'll be chasing cause I'm your hunter. You know I'm chasing. I will be chasing you the best. I know what I'm after. Taking less, but still getting much more. We are in something.
and welcome back to Quirk of the Day. It's your host and producer, Autumn Simmons. And we have returned to beautiful R&B songs that need to be questioned. This is part two. Now, you have heard Jennifer Holiday. Yes, Jennifer Holiday. And I'm telling you, I'm not going. Practically that, but yes, and I'm telling you, I'm not going nowhere. As I mentioned prior to, I love the drama. I love the performance, the music, the way it's been written, et cetera, et cetera. Who doesn't love drama in music, stage plays, et cetera? We love all that, but it's just something about it. It's something about it. Okay, so we found out with this wonderful song. The songwriter, Henry D. I think it's Kreger. Yes, and Tom Ian, or Ian, one of those. I think we mentioned that prior to, but having said that, we like this song, but I don't think some of us were really too serious about it, but some of us actually are about that life. Well, they are, and they were. And let's be real, who's really going that far to do all these things when you know the person is leaving the situation, he found a better solution, and what are you going to do with that other than just to let it go, find another? And it's too desperate. It's beyond desperation. And it's just it's bizarre to me. It's not natural to me. That's not natural. Maybe certain people thought in a certain era that that's natural. It's bizarre. It's frightening. It's scary. And it suggests that someone is likely, no, someone's crazy. <laughs> someone's sick. Someone's not well within themselves and it's just this person he's the best man the best man what if he's he's trash what if he's doing all these bad things because you, you're so strong you're so strong you're just gonna stay why and he don't want you why if he don't want you let him go Okay, so that's what I would say about that one. So then we move forward to Denise Williams' Don't Tell Me We Have Nothing. It's the same shit! <laughs> okay, so this is 1984. I, I was crazy about Denise Williams, I said, with this. Her, her artistry, great singer as well. Another wonderful legend, right? We say that, or some would say the icons. But Okay, they're, they're legends. We know the difference between legends and icons. But some would want to flip it together if that's what they want to do. So, okay, with Denise Williams with Don't Tell Me We Have Nothing. Written by Shannon Rubicam. I don't know whose name that is on the last I've never seen. Okay, and George Merrill, who wrote this song. Denise Williams Let's hear it for the boy. I love that song. I'm crazy about that song. So, okay, Don't Tell Me We Have Nothing is very interesting because it's the same again. Okay, I will be chasing you. I'm going to chase you and talking about this competition. You want competition? She wants competition. Okay, I think the guy wanted, he wanted the competition, right? And she wanted the competition. They wanted the competition for this idea of so-called love there is no love just to conquer something so you see it on both sides people want to conquer something right so let's go back to jennifer holidays and i'm telling you i'm not going it's the same thing they are competing with the same of competition of wanting to conquer something okay so maybe again it's the ego again the ego is in the way and we love the drama we love it 
but we just have to know when to understand that this is acting it should be acting and it's some some people are really really like that but it's very scary like but yeah it's the same thing with this one again and then here we go with vesta williams congratulations 1988 so now we're finally with this this was another songwriter tina r clark and allegedly vesta williams had something on this as well right this one and there's another drummer by gary prim okay so this is a really nice song congratulations but it's embarrassing it's like another song that i could go to but i don't want to bring all these up just now but there are a lot of, of beautiful r&b songs but these are like these relationships that have failed and like many of us know about other r&b songs we could mention right now but i want to focus on these the congratulations is about a woman who was involved with a man and they thought things were going great and all of a sudden he's getting married and someone comes up to her and says oh we we see you're getting married we know about your wedding and then when she arrives it's not her it's someone else that's what we see in the short film and it's like wait a minute why would you suggest to her that oh we see you getting married and then it's someone else and everyone is kind of like they want to see this other lady just show up to just act a fool <laughs> to have her show up and, and act a fool because it's not her who's in the wedding dress and then you see that this truly does happen so we've seen in all of these wonderful songs right yeah these things have really happened somewhere in the experience somewhere right so we've seen that these things have happened and so but she wants to be dignified right she wants to be dignified about it and and suggest wonderful blessings but maybe she could have been cursing them behind the scenes that nobody knew we don't know and we don't know how long that marriage went but then you would see that she's showing up and she's obsessed looking stupid and then he's ignoring her in short film he's ignoring her like you don't even know her now when the relationship don't worry he better not show up he better not show up back like oh you know i did that was just no not not this done and it's a cute song and i'm gonna be honest there are a lot of artists who were for business they were to sing songs that they really didn't like including tina turner she didn't like what's love got to do with it some will say personally what they really feel but professionally they may have to say that they actually like this song if i was vesta i would sing the song just to get the hit right but i wouldn't be crazy about the song because it's bullshit you know and some people don't like these types of songs but they would sing it because it's work it's art it's drama it's acting and so i get all that and i know people want to celebrate like these types of songs where it's like okay so i thought it would have been me i thought it would have been me but it, it makes people look stupid you know at the end of the day like i just want to just want you to do well even if it wasn't me okay so you're showing that you're coming across as if you you've got your confidence together no it just makes you look stupid if someone thought they were going to be with you and then they chose someone else it's called move on and forget them and you know it's easier said than done but you don't show up at the wedding you don't show up at the wedding and we're assuming maybe in the song itself she didn't show up at the wedding but if you've seen the short film again she showed up just to be 
there to see if it was really happening the way the woman brought that and you know you gotta have a bitch come in and tell you some bullshit she should have told you look he married somebody else and then ain't you and saying the opposite just to get her over there and everybody looking at her looking stupid and making her look stupid because they wanted some entertainment okay you know so you decide what you think about that particular i think of all of them if I had to decide which one is the best, everyone's going to say usually Jennifer Holiday, and I'm telling you I'm not going. Okay, they would suggest that one. And that would be number one. And if it's not number one, you let me know. Vesta's, yes, Vesta's Congratulations from 1988. I think a lot would like that one a lot too. But we definitely do not play that at anybody's wedding, honestly. Please never play that at anybody's wedding. If you play Vesta Williams' Congratulations at someone's wedding, that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, it would be very interesting because if you know that people do go to people's weddings when they know that the person is still involved, even if one is marrying someone, but they still connect it, right? So, yeah, it's very, very interesting. So, having said that, I'm going to conclude this episode. This is episode 70 i had fun with it i hope you have fun listening to it and thinking on this and just trying not to be too stupid okay so having said that i'll be back the new year 2023 right it's gonna be 2023 already yeah and then we'll get into other great stuff other comedies i'll have some other impromptu some other wonderful characters i've created with quirk of the day and getting back into that and having fun with it and other things I'm not going to tell you about. Some of the fun stuff I'm going to be working on with that. And in the midst of it, I'll have other guests on the show for 2023. And get further into other things that are affiliated with Crick of the Day that you are fully aware of. Check it out all throughout. On Apple or if you're looking at Spotify or if you're looking at just Anchor in general and beyond. Check out Quirk of the Day just to get a sense of what's going on with Quirk of the Day from the beginning of June 2020. Yes, even if it was during the pandemic. Move forward, right? And I'll move forward. And so having said that, thank you for tuning in and I'm out. Hello. Master to Barbara. This is she. Barbara, this is Shirley. Hi, Shirley. You might not know who I am, but the reason I'm calling you is because I was going through my old man's pockets this morning. Why was you doing that, Shirley? And I just happened to find your name and number. You nosy, Shirley. So woman to woman. Uh-huh. I don't think it's been any more than fair than to call you and let you know where I'm coming from. Okay. Now, Barbara, I don't know how you're going to take this, but whether you be cool or come out of a bag on me. I'm cool. You see, it really doesn't make any difference. But it's only fair that I let you know that the man you're in love with, he's mine. I ain't in love with him. From the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Okay. The bed he sleeps in and every piece of food he eats. Okay. You see, I'll make it possible. Okay. The clothes on his back. Okay. <laughs> i buy them. All right. The car he drives. Uh -huh. I pay the note every month. Every month? So I'm telling you these things to let you know how much I love that man. Okay. And 
All right. Woman, I think you'll understand just how much I'll do to keep it. Shirley, 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 you was doing way too much for your man. And first of all, you was coming across like you his mama. I think you was his mama. And no, I wasn't in love. No, I was using the money. that So he, he owed me that money. So I ain't giving it back to you, Shirley. Shirley, you a fool, Shirley. You a fool. You a fool. <laughs> you should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.